This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store tonight. We got a lot to talk about, LSU fans. A lot to talk about. Um, I will give you an LSU practice update. I have heard of some injuries. Um, I will update you on that. Do I think that this – I've been asked more recently this week, more than any, if I thought that LSU can make the college football playoff, but there's fans that watch the show, so I will address that tonight. Uh, the alliance is formed. So the big three conferences outside the SEC, excuse me, uh, such as the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 form their alliance. How does that affect LSU in college football in general, as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, 
We do the hashtag Ask Blake. So if you got a question, put it inside the chat, hashtag Ask Blake, and we will get to it as the show goes on. And Jameis Winston balled out as uh, I posted last night. He stunted on them hoes last night. So if we have some time, we'll get into some uh, Saints and Jameis talk. But before we get started, guys, as always, please do me a favor by hitting the like button and the share button. If you're on Facebook, share to some uh, some Facebook groups. If you're on YouTube, do me a favor by hitting the like and share as well to your social media platforms. And also, do us a favor by subscribing. If you're on Periscope Twitter, do us the favor as well by hitting the retweet and follow us there. And I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And we'll get to a couple comments, as we always do. Uh, let me start off the show by saying I have – some people have asked me uh, – I do feel under the weather. I'm not going to disclose as to why I feel under the weather. Um, but it's taken a lot for me to come out here uh, and do a show. I'll just leave it there. Uh, but Brian Thomas says he's up in here. So does Ryan uh, Gidry, Dylan Landry, uh, Jason Morgan, David Singley. Junior, Robert Plaisance, Ryan Gidry again, Stefan, Kenny, Jamie, Derek, all and CW Baker said all say go Tigers and let's go. So let's have a good one. Let's do this. I will address um the LSU news today about the stadium entry. Uh I do not talk politics on the show, but I feel as if I need to address it address it just so everybody that watches this show knows how if something like this comes up how I'm going to deal with it. So we'll we'll, we'll touch on that uh, as well. But we've got to pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at GM Barno and Sons. BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody's more equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafina, over at AYS, sent you on by and our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, you got 11 days to place that LSU-UCLA bet. Go over there today. Sign up. When you make your first deposit, you'll get 50% off and your welcome bonus. Trust me, I've been doing it. It's been fantastic. Having a lot of fun with my bets. Winning a lot on betonline.ag. So get over there today. Use the code AYS Podcast or Podcast with Believe Podcast to let them know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, I'm going to try not to uh, try to do this. Hold on. Need to blow my nose. Um, so let me address this. Let me address this. Um, yes, put your hashtag Ask Blake's in there and we'll get to them. But let me let me address this with LSU and how AYS and Blake, me, Blake Rafino is the CEO and founder of AYS, is going to deal with stuff like this in college athletics and, and sports in general. If you didn't hear today, LSU is requiring uh, people to show vaccination cards, or a negative COVID test within 72 hours of entry into Death Valley, a.k.a. Tiger Stadium. Um, let me make this known, and this is hopefully will be the only time that I address this. I will never, and I mean ever, talk politics on this show. Whether you like 
what LSU did today, whether you love it, whether you hate it, I really don't care, especially when it comes to your politics. I care. This is what I care about. I care about LSU. Now, LSU as a whole and an entity is going to get my absolute all every single day. Guys, it would have been easy for me today to call it in and say I'm not doing a show because the truth is I feel like absolute dog shit. I don't feel good. I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm not, you know, just haven't been feeling well for the last couple of days. Would have been easy for me to just fold in, but today we are here. The reason I am here is because I love, not like, I absolutely love coming out here and talking about LSU football and LSU athletics. Love it. Everything that you see here, the stream, the the headset, everything. It's because I had a dream and I'm fulfilling the dream that I wanted. Now, let me say this to everybody. It is my vision that I want to be one of the biggest influencers for LSU athletics and LSU football that we've seen that when I die and when the good Lord calls me to my final resting place, that the golden band from Tigerland is sitting out there playing neck, maybe without the language, that the golden band from Tigerland is sitting out there playing, hold that tiger. I do not care about your politics, nor should you care about mine. So let me address that from the very beginning because I know for an absolute fact the one thing that's going to be in this show tonight is comments from people talking about what happened today at LSU. I will not comment on them. I will not talk about them. It's time for football season. This football team, who I think is really, really damn good, is going to get everything that I have from the from the tip from the top of my head from the the top hair follicle to the the itchy bitchy pinky toe that I have. It's a big ass pinky toe. They're going to get everything that I have. I'm going to shoot it to you as straight as I know how. Some of you may love me, some of you may like me, some of you may hate me. I don't care. That's actually not true. <laughs> That's actually not true. I do I do like that you guys love me a little or like me a little bit. I don't really care if you hate me or not. LSU will get my all. LSU football for the next six months will get my all. And you can damn sure well believe that LSU will get everything that I have. Now, now that we have addressed that, so to everybody that's listening, to the 281 people that are listening to us live, you put a comment in here talking about politics. I'm not answering it. And I'm asking you, please don't get in a political debate in this show. All right, let's get started. Um, Derek Street says, here comes the Tigers. Blaine Smith says, you can't replace a Gary Bertier. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Uh, Kevin asked about a Derek Stingley update. Guys, he's out there, but he's not doing anything. He's going through a couple of drills. Um, I am – look, ESPN came out with the top 100 players in college football, and Derek Stingley was number two. 
I think he's ultimately talented. I think he's a top five pick. I think he's the best DB in this uh, upcoming NFL draft. I think he's the best player on NFL's or on LSU's team. But there's something to be said about football rust, guys. It takes a lot. I'll I'll use my myself as an example. That way, I don't talk about anybody else's children on this show. Um, when I tore my ACL in the fall of 2008, coming back, um, well, it was December of 2000. When was that? December, fall, December of 2008. Coming back in 2009 for the Southeastern football season, the first time I hit another human being, it was like punching me in the face multiple times over. I wasn't ready for it, meaning the following fall. I should have said the following fall in 2009. It was like punching me in the absolute face. I wasn't ready for it. It took me maybe a week to get accustomed to hitting again, blocking again, not knowing my assignments. I knew what I had to do, but guys, physically, I wasn't ready. I worry about Derek. I do worry about him. Now, he is a much better athlete than I ever will be and I ever was. So maybe he can do what he can do, but I do worry about Derek a little bit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. If he's not back by next Monday, we have a problem. Uh, Brandon says, that's BS, Blake, UGA. Again, not talking about it. God, this is a prime example. Brandon, I like you. You're a good dude. I'm not talking politics on this show. It will not happen. It will not happen. If you want to talk about LSU athletics, bring your comments in here. Not talking about it. I love each and every one of you. I really do. I'm not talking politics. Uh, yes, fire in your hashtag Ask Blake questions. Oh, let's get to some practice updates after this question. Um, hashtag Ask Blake from 5K on YouTube says, which new hire do you think will have the biggest impact by the end of the season? I'm going to say Durante Jones. Um, the reason I'm going to say Durante Jones is because here's the truth um, about LSU a season ago. LSU's offense was okay at times. Now, they did go a stretch of three games where they only scored 10.5 points in those three games. Now, the LSU's, everybody talks about Ensminger and the offense last season, that they were good, they were fourth in the SEC. Guys, fourth in the SEC doesn't give you, give you shit. When you're only averaging 10.5 points per game through a three-week stretch, you're going to go 0-3. LSU luckily went 1-2, and two, or, or no, let me backtrack, went 2-1. and one. I think they went 2-1 and one during that time frame. So, LSU finished them with over 30 points per game in the all-SEC schedule. Um, I think to the fact that you do have the weapons and that LSU's defense was so horrendous a season ago, I do think that the biggest impact going from a 100-ranked defense to a... Let's just say even if LSU cuts that in half and gets into the into the low 50s, high 40s, hell, even if they get to the into the 20s, that is a complete turnaround and a huge impact. Now, do I think Durante, do I think that there's some coaches on this coaching staff that are just as good and equal to him? Yes. But Durante Jones coming into this, if he can cut LSU's defense um, points per game or, or, or ranking, defensive ranking in half, he's done one hell of a job. So that I'm going to go with Durante just because 
um, of how bad it was last season. Um, that's what I'll say. Um, let's get to some LSU practice updates. I did confirm some things. Um, I did confirm some things. A lot of people have been asking me about Matthew Langlois, and a lot of people have been asking me about Coy Moore. Now, I've been I was hearing some reports late last night and early this morning about Coy Moore not being with the team. That was not factual. I do know of somebody who put it out there that covers LSU that was actually not factual, but he is injured. So the people that were asking me that question last night about Coy Moore, it seems like he's a little nicked up. LSU's not worried. Matthew Langlois, little camp uh, injury, little nicked up. But I will tell you that the entire offensive line outside of Garrett Dellinger returned today per source inside of LSU. Now, that's kind of what you want to see. You want to keep the guys out. If they're a little banged up and a little a, a little hurt, look, Jack Marucci um, is literally the best at what he does. So if he's going to keep a guy out and say, hey, coach, I mean, it's really is it really that worth it that he gets these 50 reps right now or re-aggravate a hand or a hamstring or a foot or a, or a big titty nipple? Regardless, whatever's hurt, Keep them out. Is it really that worth it? So I do believe that LSU, from a health perspective, everybody was so worried. Guys, we're going to come in here a year ago, a year from now. Lord willing, we're going to come in here from a year from now, and we're going to all be talking about Blake. What about camp injuries, guys? Unless it's significant, don't do. Unless it's Miles Brennan type level, don't worry about camp injuries. Don't worry about it. Uh. Kevin says, best to keep politics out of sports. Yep. Uh, C. King says, that's why you the man, my G. Thank you. Uh, Roderick says, Blake, I'm just getting over COVID, so trust me, we appreciate you, my guy. Yeah, man. Uh, I do not have it. I'm just, you know, feeling under the weather and not doing so hot. Uh, Matthew Daigle says, lines are going to be crazy. Yep, lines are going to be crazy. Uh, Rick Boone says, hashtag ask Blake, those freshman wide receivers look like they will have an impact from day uh, from day one, I guess is what he's trying to say. Um, yeah, and look, Malik Neighbors is a guy, you know, we, I just mentioned C. King, one of my good friends, and he's been mentioning about Malik Neighbors for a long time, over a year, I think, you know, two, three years. Uh, what's interesting about Malik is he came in, you know, I'm hearing from a coach um, that when he catches the ball, he gets up and he starts chirping. He starts chirping to, to, to the defenders. Um, he and Jay Ward had a really good battle. Uh, I was able to get my hands on some stuff, and him and Jay Ward had a really, really interesting battle. All I will say is this, and I want everybody to listen to me. If you don't realize or you don't know the name Jay Ward, you better do so. I'm telling you, man, you know, all offseason I talked about being the CEO and president of that kid's fan club. Orgeron talks about him two of the last three times that we've had him, talking about Jay Ward being all over the field along with Major Burns. Safety has been a position. You know, Durant, talking about this conversation earlier about Durante having the biggest impact, guys, we, we were really bad at safety last year. God, God bless it. Knock on wood. Jacoby Stevens played out of position. No, no, should have never been playing the middle third. He should have never been covering the middle third. He should have been doing a lot of what he was doing in Dave Aranda's defense. Um, 
Todd Harris, God bless him, did not do good last year. Jordan Tolles showed that he was a freshman last season. But you, Durante coming in, moving two corners. Um, I wouldn't say Major was a corner because he never was. But I'm talking about Radar Jones, who then moved back to safety. Um, that's the impact that him and Corey have. Him and Corey being on the same page. Talking about Corey, uh, defensive backs coach Corey Raymond. So, I think from an impact standpoint and the way that this team is covering right now without – uh, Derek Stingley and a little bit of a banged up Elias Ricks, who is coming into his own. I, I you know, I was a little worried about him, but he's doing a lot better. Um, with your best, I, arguably your the best player on your team with him being out, and you're still doing what you're doing in coverage. I think is a good sign. Again, um, was told today that LSU took it a little bit light. They went heavy in the film room. They have a game plan set and installing it now for UCLA. Now, UCLA, we know, is going to be playing this Saturday. Going to be very intriguing to watch. Guys, don't don't be alarmed. And I, I want to say this. And don't think LSU's bad. Guys, if LSU gives up 24 points and LSU wins 38-24, in my book, that's a really good dominating win. Going to Los Angeles when last season you didn't even go close to being that far, different time zone, different things that you're going to have to do with uh, uh, procedures and, and whatnot. I think a 38-24 victory in my book, even though I think that LSU's going to eclipse 40 points in that game, I do think that it's going to be um, – I do think it's going to be closer than some of the experts think, quite honestly. Well, maybe not the experts because those Rudy Poos got to be in a four-point game. Wasn't it three and a half to spread? Wasn't it three and a half? Uh, Call the Cat Dunn says, Stingley Sr. says he's going to play. That's enough for me. That's enough for me, too. That's not what I'm saying. And, and, and look, I, I'm cool with him playing. And I'm cool, with, or I'm glad that he's going to be playing. But as I'm just sent, to, I just got texted this. I mean, look, man, he he just launched his own uh, uh, merchandise line. I mean, my question will be, and this is going to be a good test for name, image, and likeness. How does the players in that locker room react to Derek Stingley doing what he's doing and not being being out there in practice? It's going to be interesting. I I I, I think. I think that he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be good. But there's something about, you know, like uh, the ring rust, if you call it, like for a boxer. You always go in there and you have that ring rust. Does Derek Singley Jr. have that ring rust? Again, I can't be more positive about a kid um, than I think that I already am, saying he's the best player on your team. But I do worry about that little ring rust. Now, he might come out and make me look like a damn fool, which is very easy because he's so damn good and so damn talented. But, you know, there's something to be said there. There's something to be said there. Uh, Wayne Tomlinson says, do you think that Miles Brennan takes a meaningful snap on her center um, at LSU moving forward? No. No. To be frank... Um, I don't know if Miles Brennan didn't lose even if he would have lost to Max and been the second-team quarterback. I don't know if he didn't lose to Garrett Nussmeyer. If everybody is starting to question and debate if he should be starting over Max, which is the stupidest argument of all time uh, right now, um, at the current moment, Guys, I mean, if you're going to say that he should be the starter as a freshman, then you're saying he beat out Miles Brennan. 
the the best thing for Miles is to get healthy. That that's the best thing. And look, I got ripped to shreds. Everybody that's been following us um, this season or this season, following us for a long time, knows how much I've talked about Miles Brennan. And I said, guys, I got to be proved that he can stay healthy. At what point do we get objective about it? I see a lot of people saying that Coach uh, Stingley Sr. said he's ready to go. Guys, I'm good with it. (laughs) Like, I'm good with it. I'm good with uh, Stingley Sr. being – or Stingley Jr. being ready to go. That's not the point I'm making. Just because you're ready to go doesn't mean you're not going to have ring rust. Uh, Daniel Glenn says, I like Jay Ward for number 18. Well, they can't do that unless they strip um, DeMond Clark of that, uh, and they're not They're not going to do that. They're not, they're not going to do that. Who, quite honestly, from what I understand, has been having a really good camp. Uh, Rick Newman on Facebook says, what's going on with DB Dwight McLaughlin? Battling. Uh, I need to go out there and see him. I need to find some things out. I was told by his camp, though, uh, not his camp, but I was told that he – he's going to be fine, and I would expect him to be back next week too, if not later this week. Um, Stefan says, hashtag as Blake over and under three and a half sacks against UCLA from the front seven. Um, here's why I will – here's what I'm going to say about that and why and, – and don't freak out when I do this – why I'm going to pick the under, Okay. Do I think that they can get the over? Yes. Would I be appalled if they got over three and a half? Absolutely not. A- absolutely not. I think that they can. Uh, but Chip Kelly is a guy that likes to run a lot of zone reads. DTR, UCLA's quarterback, likes to run the football. They like to get the ball out very quickly. Um, don't throw the ball a lot downfield unless they kind of have to. They like to put their players in space. So if you're not going to be able to get to the quarterback – Getting sacks is really difficult. Um, so if I had to place all my money on it, I would take the under. Three and a half sacks, four sacks is a lot because you don't get three and a half sacks. So he, he, here's what people will say. Well, Blake, you know, LSU had three and a half sacks. Somebody got a half sack or whatever. No, that's not how that works. Um, it's not how that works. So we'll see. I see a lot of people keep saying this. Guys, I'm not – you know, I'm not, I don't have to answer the stinging question again. Uh, Matthew says, hashtag Ask Blake. Yeah, guys, fire your hashtag Ask Blake questions in here. But he says, I want to be like you, man, and have a show just like you, man. Do it. None, only thing holding you back is air and opportunity. Guys, this is, this is literally all the comments. How about that? Kenny says, Jamar Chase had a great day catching in practice yesterday. He is too talented to keep dropping passes. So let's stop there. This is what I hate about the national media. Hate. H-A-T-E. The Lord says not to hate, but this is what I hate. Um, let me back up. Strongly dislike. Y'all know that they that ESPN had segments this morning and had segments on Monday Night Countdown asking if Jamar Chase is a bust and if Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust. Guys, we're not even in the freaking regular season. Can the kid throw 100 damn passes in the NFL? Can Jamar Chase actually play a freaking game before you call a guy a bust? 
with all due respect to everybody that's going to listen to the show, Peyton Manning's big forehead ass threw 29 interceptions in a season as a rookie, or was it 31? Regardless of what it was, threw over 25 interceptions in a season. Was he a bust? For the love of everything that's pure and merciful on God's green earth, stop saying that somebody's going to be a bust and stop saying, oh, I'm so worried. I came on this show last night and said, I'm not worried about my man. That I hate that. I hate it. Like, there's not a bigger pet peeve to me than saying a kid that hasn't played a regular season game in the NFL and asking if he's a bust. Now, let me flip this. One thing that is translated here, or can be translated, Jamar Chase didn't play football for a whole year. Derek Stingley has not played in a real live game in a long time. Again, uh, Dorian says, I will prescribe you a Bloody Mary. I love me some Bloody Marys, man. I'll love me some Bloody Marys. Uh, Eddie says, I'm glad we flipped the neighbors. Superstar. Yeah, and look, this is something that Ed's done. Uh, everybody do us a favor, too. Everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share if you're on Facebook. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups. Um, as we got 112 of you in there right now. All 112 of you, ask a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Um, Ed's been very vocal about that, saying, hey, guys, we had a spot. We went and got him. And there's some things behind the scenes. You had people calling. You had people. Let me tell you how that kind of went down. You had people calling O about Malik Neighbors and said, you better sign this kid or he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> Juice Washington says, any update on Dwight? Uh, D-White. Uh, every time I see that, <laughs> I want to say, never mind. Y'all remember the uh, all about the Benjamins? And he says, Dwight around your lips. <laughs> Not you, Juice. I'm saying just that, you know. You know what I'm saying. I ain't picking on juice. Y'all get out of here with that. I know what y'all going to say. Uh, Rob, I didn't see your comment, but he says on YouTube, Blake, love, sorry if the comment is what set you off. It was more of a joke. Uh, I don't even remember it, bro. Guys, you got to understand, I don't take any of this to heart. You know, if I come off aggressive, it's not trying to harm anybody. I'm just a very passionate individual. I mean, no harm with it whatsoever. Like, zero harm with it. So, I hope that everybody knows that. I hope that everybody knows that. Um, let's see. Rob or Daniel says, nice surprise to see Todd Harris made available for the media today. I was, too. Uh, pulling for him after 19 injury, lackluster 20. Cool to hear him shout out John Battle as a mentor. He is uh, emulating uh, the younger guys. Yeah, I mean, look, he is a leader, and he's going to play. He's he, He's going to play. Uh, and he's going to play a lot. So you hope that he's able to unleash the beast um, that everybody knew that he had. Uh, Extreme Auto 6 on Periscope says, I hear Xavier Hill has really stepped up on the O-line and can play left or right side. Yes, I talked about last night, and I think I talked about, uh, yeah, it was last night about Xavier Hill. Uh, Xavier Hill was a guy that really impressed some people. So this was my rant about uh, yesterday about when everybody says the O-line doesn't have depth, someone's going to have to explain to me that argument. Like, someone's going to have to explain to me when people say, oh, the O-line, there, there's no depth on the O-line. 
you know, I've made that argument a lot of times, so I'm not going to rehash that. But when you have a guy that comes in and does really good, a guy when Austin Deculus went down, came in, obviously that with two offensive line coaches and James Craig and and, and, and my boy Davis, my main man, Brad Davis, uh, it's interesting that Xavier Hill was one of the first guys to, to replace. Cardo Thomas is a guy that I'm here is coming along. You better be careful, man. I'm not rehashing the O-line. I'm not rehashing it because I'm going to wait for the season. And guys, for the love of God, if they give up a sack, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But LSU is going to want to fire the ball out really quickly, really fast, and get moving. Uh, Jawan Hearns on YouTube says, why can't the DBs stay healthy? Uh, preferably Stingley and Ricks. Also, do you see them getting through the entire season? Uh, I trust Jack Marucci. Um, I trust Jack on that, and I think they will. I think they will. All right, let's do this very quickly, guys. We've got to talk about my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. Serving your community since 1999, buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with them today at 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. Tell me, good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Real estate successions, anything and everything. Nothing is too big or too small over at the Drake Williams Law Firm. 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. They will take care of all of your needs traffic ticket, DWIs, whatever, they will take care of you. So get over to our good friends over at drakewilliamslawfirm.com, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Uh, Jacob Cole says, why do you think we, why do you think, or who do you think would be the best option for corner slot? I honestly thought it was Sage Ryan, um, but Sage is a little nicked up. Speaking about DBs being hurt, uh, I wouldn't be surprised Excuse me, guys. Hold on. Guys, I'm sorry. I just don't feel the best. Um, uh, let's see. I was thinking Sage Ryan. He's a little nicked up. I don't really trust Cardell Flott. I think Flott is a guy that can play on the outside. I don't trust him at all. Um, I shouldn't say don't trust him at all. I, I, I don't know that. I think they're going to throw him out there and see what happens. And then Mike Jones has moved to the outside. Mike Jones Jr. Who? Mike Jones has moved back to the outside. Look, you want to play. You want to be on the field. You're going to have to play the position that you might not want to play. You're going to have to do it. Uh, Mark says, hashtag Ask Blake is the Coach O show on tomorrow at 7 p.m. or is it just next Wednesday? No, it, it starts this week. It starts tomorrow. Uh, Jared says, uh, I think NIL will bring out the dog in a lot of players. That's an interesting take, and not a lot of people have. Uh, if you aren't good, you're not. You aren't going to sell. That's true, man. Look, capitalism brings out a lot in people. I mean. It is what it is there. Uh, Chad Briscoe says, the best thing that could happen is Nussmeyer having a great camp, put a little pressure on Max, only going to make both of them better. 
Love the healthy competition. Yeah, and guys, they're they're with each other. Um, they're with each other every day for long periods of time. And so, I, I you guys, I guess my question is, and and I hate to say this when a guy's hurt, uh, but when do we move on from Miles? Like, when do we move on from having him in the conversation? I, I like the kid. I think he's putting a lot of time and effort. At the same token, we have to stop talking about him. He's not going to be here with us. Um, look, man, that kid's going to be that kid's going to be uh, Nussmeier is going to be dangerous. He's got to get better with the the turnovers, though. I think Ed is starting to stress that a little bit. Uh, Jamie Hodges says hashtag Ask Blake who starts opposite Jay Ward at safety. Major Burns, Major Burns. He's having too good of a damn camp, too good of a camp. Um, and I'm I'm assuming uh, Todd Harris will get in there too. I'm assuming Todd Harris will get in there too. Uh, Brandon says because uh, or uh, because of DTR's mobility, who is your best option at linebacker? <clears throat> I think Mike Jones is a guy that you're going to have to utilize. He's been really good in the slot. Now I think that Micah Baskerville it, it, here's a position battle that not a lot of people are talking about. Is Micah Baskerville? And uh, Bug Strong are going at it now. They're going at it. It would not surprise me uh, because of Bug Strong's thumping ability and being able to stuff the run if he doesn't get the first snap. Now, it look look for all intents and purposes. It from everybody I talked to, they feel that Demons had a really good camp and had been a really vocal leader, lining guys up um, in the front seven. So what we'll see there. Uh, it doesn't bother me who they start there because I think that that is probably one of, if not the most, the most depth you have. Another name that's been flashing is Xavier Carter too, but he's moved to the D line. He's moved to the D line. I had uh, Coach Keith ask me the other day, uh, and I forgot to mention it. Um, he asked about Jack Besh. Guys, Jack Besh is not an on on the ball uh, tight end. He's not an on the ball tight end. He's just not. Guys, he's just not. Sorry to tell everybody, he's just not an on-the-ball tight end. Uh, Rick Newman says, love your show. I spread the word with all my LSU alum, and I went to school with. Watch your podcast. Go Tigers. Crush the Bruins. Thanks, man. Uh, Jacob Perilou says, are you MFing serious? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Harold says on Facebook, with all the DB safety talent, Corey Raymond and Durante Jones being – a safeties coach, we should be in good shape. Yeah, we should. Um, you know, a guy that's coming on too is uh, who had a really big day yesterday was in the last really couple of weeks uh, is Durante Durantre Kirkland has made some impacts. Made you know been able to get open and uh, LSU. Look, the one thing that everyone talks about is Jake Peets and Durante Jones. We don't need to forget of DJ. Don't forget DJ Mangus. Like, don't forget about that guy. Uh, Travis says, should we expect to write off TDP and John Emery? No, I wouldn't say write them off. I would say that TDP, I mean, again, see, here's my argument for Stingley. Why are you writing off TDP? Here's my here's my point here. If you're going to write off TDP, then why aren't you going to write off Stingley? Now, TDP's been out there. You you get what I'm saying? So like if you're gonna if you're gonna write off one group, why aren't you gonna write off another? 
Um, I'm not going to write him off. I still think that he's going to push to get the opening start with the seniority that those guys have. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Kevin Falk uh, starts one of them. Guys, as I mentioned last night, I think it's more of a load management type of thing. You know, less miles in a scrimmage in 2015 or 16 uh, ran the shit out of Leonard, Leonard Fournette in a scrimmage, and he got hurt. So, guys, running back, you only have so – it's like – a clicker, like a, a coach's clicker in baseball. You only have so many clicks before that son of a bitch is going to break. Only so many clicks. Uh, Jacob Perler says, hot take, sit Fields and Lawrence at least a few games. Maybe, but don't call them busts. The stupidest shit I've ever heard. Hate it. Like, the man hadn't thrown a pass in a real game yet, and you're calling him a bust. Uh, what's his name? Trevor Lawrence is number one option, and Dar- uh, 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 um, God, why am I forgetting his first name? And Chark, um, wasn't even out there, like he didn't even have his number one option. We're calling this man a bust. Like this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Uh, Juice Washington says, if Mike Jones doesn't start this year, does he come back? Yeah, he comes back. He don't have a choice. Uh, Bayou Bangle on YouTube says, Blake, who do you think will be LSU's next commitment? I'm going to keep that one close to the vest. Um, not going to mention that yet because I think it's coming soon. I'm keeping that one close to the vest, guys. I'm going to let I'm going to let him I'm going to let him announce that. I'm going to let him I'm gonna, because he told me uh, I'm going to let him uh, uh, announce that. Now let me say this: this is not um, related whatsoever. Um, this Friday I will be making my way out to Ponchatoula, uh, so I believe. Um, to watch Jacoby Matthews and the Jamboree. Um, so I want to get my eyes on Jacoby, want to talk to him, want to see him. Um, so I will be seeing Jacoby Matthews this week. Henry Pugh says, sorry, I'm late. Come on, dog. Come on, man. I'm just messing. Just messing. Chili Vic, what's up, bud? He says, hashtag ask Blake. I'm hearing Malik Neighbors body control is insane and Connor athleticism is off the charts. Yeah, Corey Connor can't be tackled. Guys, Corey Connor can't be tackled in practice right now. Something to be said about, you know, was it Kevin Falk last year in the rotation of the running backs and them being subpar, or was it TDP and John Emery? Because Corey Connor and, and Amari Goodwin and, quite honestly, Josh Williams are showing they want to play and they know the playbook. Look, man, if somebody knows TDP, if somebody knows John Emery, you better tell him that the three-headed monster of Williams, Connor, and uh, Good Godwin are coming. But they are keeping, you know, I do fully believe um, they're keeping TDP out, not on his own volition. Uh, Todd Dykes says Peyton threw 26 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. There you go, over 25 interceptions. And nobody called that man a bust. Nobody called that man a bust. Like, what's up with that? Uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. It looks like a maybe a Mike Scarborough. Do you guys know Mike? <laughs> Just joking. What's up, Mike? He says, I don't talk politics either. A census taker once said or once tried to test me. Yeah, I don't talk politics on the show. Do not talk it. Will not talk it. Don't believe I, I have to. Who, Mike Jones? You know, I had a very – let me read this to y'all. I had a very mad email 
uh, not email, text message to the AYS hotline. So if you do want to text the show, you can. Uh, 225-435-9387. Let me say that again. 225-435-9387. We're not taking phone calls anymore, but you can join the conversation by sending us a text. But I did have a very mad text message yesterday from somebody telling me to stop saying, Who, Mike Jones? Uh, I asked a gentleman how old he was, and he said, I'm uh, 57. And so we had a cordial conversation. Um, cordial conversation. Um, he had no idea who Mike Jones was. He didn't know that 281-330-8004 was a number, what, 15 years ago that you called as much as you could to see if Mike Jones was going to answer. Now, one time, I did call the number of 281-330-8004, and I heard a hello and then a dial tone. So I have spoken to the real Mike Jones before. No, I haven't. I'm just messing. Uh, Eric on Facebook. What's up, Eric? He says, we have definitely O-line and D-line the most we have had in a minute. Yeah, and you have probably one of the, some of the most um, depth on your O-line and D-line that you've ever had. This is what Les, Les Miles should have been doing, but he was too big of an idiot to realize that you have to win up front to win football games. The man was a blithering fool. Uh, David Singley says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think Joe Burrow's knee injury will hamper him throwing effectively now since he's playing with a brace on? No. Uh, I play with a brace. I actually, it's a mental thing. I felt more comfortable in a brace. Um, no, I, I think Joe is a silent assassin. Like, when I think of the first, when someone says Joe Burrow, yeah, I think of LSU. I think of 19. I think of all of it. I think of the Cigar Bowl. I think of the, the you know, the water drink against A&M. The one thing that outside of that that I think about Joe Burrow is silent assassin. If they can block for him, there's nobody on God's green earth that will stop him. I think, what was it, through the seven or eight weeks that he played, he was a most set quarterback, uh, not only in the NFL at that time, but I think he got sacked more than any other quarterback in NFL history through eight weeks. Uh, Joe Burrow had the least amount of time in the pocket than any quarterback in the league over the last seven season, uh, seasons. I do remember that stat. So they got a block for him. They got a block for him. Talking about of- – you want to see an offensive line that sucks ass? That sucks? That's an O-line that sucked. Uh, RV on uh, YouTube says, keep seeing great things on Mason Smith and a potential breakout year. Excited to see the D in action. Uh, I still don't think that he's going to start. I think he's going to play a whole hell of a lot. Um, going to be interesting to see. Going to be very interesting to see. Very interesting. Uh, Jason Austin, what's up, Jason, says, truly don't believe there's any competition at the quarterback spot. Max is clearly the man. I, yeah, and, and I get what you're saying here. I mean, there is no real competition. Max will be the guy. Um I don't think that there's anything that Garrett could have done to overtake him unless Max did so bad. Uh, King Mo says, get Blake some hot tea uh, with lemon and honey. I need it, man. I need it. Yeah, man, this guy's just not. 
it's taken all of my like when I get off here and I upload the audio part portion, I'm going to lay down. It, it it's night night time for daddy. It's night night time for daddy. Uh, Tracy on YouTube says way too tough, way too tough it out. Blake been working sick myself. Feel your pain. Yeah, man. Just tough, man. Tough. Uh, it's been a guys. It's been a rough one. It's been a rough one. Um, uh, kind of like how the Jaguars had last night a rough one when Jameis just killed it. We didn't. You know what we didn't talk about? Let's talk about this. We didn't talk about the alliance. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw today, but the Big Ten, uh, ACC, and Pac-12 have formed their super conference known as the Alliance. Now, this is obviously in the reaction of what the SEC did in getting um, Texas and Oklahoma. Now, I am hearing that Texas and Oklahoma will be, it's like almost set in stone, almost, that they will be in the SEC next season. But these other conferences doing what they're doing, joining alliance, tells me a couple things. Number one, the other conferences are scared as, scared as hell. They're scared as hell. It also shows me that Greg Sankey in the SEC is the top dog, and, S, and he is the best commissioner in all of college athletics. He holds more power, in my opinion, than uh, uh, Mark Emmert, former LSU president. Uh, he holds more power than anybody in college athletics. And for three conferences to see eye-to-eye and for Bob Bowlesby of the Big 12 to kind of tuck tail and run and not fight for his conference should tell you how weak those conferences have always been. Like, what kind of commissioner tuck tails and runs like a little hoe? Like, man, if I'm going down, I'm going down fighting. I'm going down fighting. I don't know how this affects LSU. The one thing I'm interested to see how it will affect, and I don't know if it will affect anything, is, guys, we're going out to UCLA. We're going out to Los Angeles. A lot of us are going out to Los Angeles. I'm not, but a lot of you, I would think, are. Going out to Los Angeles uh, next weekend, and you're going to watch LSU play UCLA in the Rose Bowl the first time the LSU's ever been there. Does that stop because you have one commissioner that says you can't play any other teams in the SEC until we get the playoff. Now, how this affects the playoff, the the, the expansion of, of the playoff, I don't know. I don't know. Now, <clears throat> so are you just going to have like one big conference and then sub-conferences under it? So are, is the Alliance going to have just like the Alliance Conference and then they have like subdivisions, the ACC, the, you know, then who runs that? God forbid it's not the Pac-12 commissioner and the commissioners that they've had in the past because they've sucked ass. Um, but I don't really know how much this affects the SEC. Like, they're going to be the top dog. They are the top dog. Look, man, you want to stop getting beat and you want to stop losing. You got to st- you are, are, are losing money and being relevant in college football. You got to start winning. You got to start winning. So the alliance and all of this, it doesn't really, you know, it's it, it's a, it's the ultimate sign of weakness for me. It's the ultimate sign that puts a stamp of approval that the SEC and Greg Sankey is that is that guy. Like he is that dude. He is the principal. He is the CEO. He is the guy that you know. He's the Khabib of the UFC. Everybody wants a piece of him, but nobody can take him down. 
Uh, that three three seven guy says hashtag ask Blake does uh, Garrett Nussmeyer transfer next year when Howard gets on campus? No, because you still you're still gonna have um, you're still gonna have Max guys. I mean Max Johnson's still gonna be here. So the alliance, you know, getting back to the alliance, I just think it's it's a wussy it's a wussy move. It's a scared move. It's a predictable move, and they felt like they had to retaliate. You know, Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, I think is probably one of, if not the biggest, or worst commissioners in, the, in, in college in college athletics right now. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? The Alliance. I feel like when they formed the Alliance, I feel like I was in a Marvel movie. You know, as the Spider-Man trailer comes out, uh, No Way Home, I feel like I'm a part of that. The SEC is Marvel, and they're the villains. It's not the SEC's fault that Texas and Oklahoma came and knocked on the door and says, hey, we want in because our conference sucks ass. Our commissioner is going to tuck, tail, and run at the first sign of weakness. What if your boss at your job came up to you and says, guys, I just can't do it anymore? You'd have a little anxiety. Uh, Jason says, I'm a total homer uh, on YouTube, but I'm a total homer, but I just feel... I have this feeling, man. I think LSU is about to stock uh, or shock the college football world again. Maybe after this season, they'll get a hell of the hell off of Coach O. Well, I hope I hope the local media does for sure. You know, I posted this today on Facebook. Ed is uh, thirteen and five uh, against top ten teams and twelve and one against top ten teams not named Alabama. So, uh, Specman says, "Who do you use to cover the tight end for UCLA?" Yeah, Delchik or Delpic or whatever his name, however you say his last name. I put Mike Jones on him. I put Mike Jones on him. Say, hey, Mike, you got this big this big preppy surfboard, wavy hair, having ass dude, and you lock his ass down. Uh, Craig Schilling says, Blake is going to be all right. Just nicked. Put a yellow jersey on him and rub some dirt on it. Yeah, I'll be all right. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you, when I got home today, uh, I almost, guys, I almost canceled the show. I was feeling that bad. All right, a couple more, and then we're going to get out of here. Carl the Cat says, The Alliance sounds like a bad superhero movie. It does. It does, Carl. Like, it does. I feel like LSU is the Marvel Universe, and uh, Kevin Fi- Kevin uh, Warren and uh, I forget the ACC commissioner and all those other dudes are like the villains. Or maybe you can flip that and say that Greg Sankey's like Thanos. Maybe he's like Thanos. Uh, Lonnie says, prediction, Hawaii upsets UCLA but because they're overlooking uh, towards LSU. Man, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Guys, they, get, they return a lot of seniors, y'all. They return a lot of seniors. All right, a couple more. We can get out of here. Brandon says, I'm not saying it will happen, but I wouldn't mind if the SEC ended up playing a full-scale conference-only schedule. I would because I don't – like, I want to have the ability to go to the Rose Bowl. I want to have the ability to go to Doak uh, Campbell or uh, Texas or, you know, when Texas wasn't here or uh, Clemson. Like, I want that. All right, last one and we'll get out of here. Justin Villiant says, what's the news on Trey Plum- Plumber? Uh, will he be on the starting lineup? A little nicked up. A little nicked up. A little nicked up. And to this question, no. 
Uh, Henry Pugh says, hashtag ask Blake, how do you end up on the hot seat when you're when you are 48 and four, uh, 14? I don't know, but ask, you know, ask the local media, Henry. I mean, there's a lot of guys that got radio shows and podcasts who want him fired. Go ask them. They go one goes on at seven, the other goes on at three. I mean, I'm just calling calling a spade a spade. Go ask them. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Gonna try to feel better. Trying to trying to tough it out. We'll see you tomorrow. SEC Mike on with us tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.